Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of PierceCast. Today we have Dr. Julie White, president at Pierce College Fort Stillicum, and Anastasia Lemish, a student from Ukraine studying here at Pierce College and doing some really impactful and wonderful things. So, Julie and Anna, I'm very excited to listen to what you both have to discuss. So right away, I'm going to hand it over to you. And again, I just want to thank you both so much for being here. Thank you so much for organizing this because I really appreciate it. And I think this is like a really important thing to talk about. And thank you everyone for being here and for doing this. Well, thank you so much, Anna. Thank you, Nikki. Um, Anna, so we're just going to have a conversation. I have been delighted to get to know you a little bit more and your amazing story and your strong advocacy. Uh, but why don't we start off with just some basics. If you could tell us a little bit about um, what you're studying here at Pierce, so what brought you here, how you came to be a student at Pierce College, that would be great. Okay, so um, I'm Anna. I'm 19. Uh, I'm Ukrainian. Uh, I came to Pierce about three months ago. This is my first quarter. Uh, and um, I've been exchange student in America two years ago uh, with a program that calls the Future Leaders Exchange Program. Um, and uh, I stayed in American family, uh, went to high school, and I started doing cross country there. Uh, and when I got back to Ukraine, I was thinking about getting uh, American education. Uh, and uh, I think like last December, uh, Coach Danny, uh, uh, cross country coach from Pierce, he texted me and he was like, um, hi, Anna, I saw you at uh, meetings, cross country meetings, and uh, I will be happy to see you as a part of our team. So I got really excited about that and we've been talking about everything I got to know Pierce a little bit uh, but then I got injured and um, I had a question if I still want to get American education even without running or I don't want to I talked to my family and we decided that it's possible to do and uh, I realized that uh, that's something that I would love uh, I would like to do and I've been looking not just to Pierce I've been looking to a bunch of community colleges in Washington State but Pierce seems to be one of the best. So I was like, okay, I'm going for that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is why I'm at Pierce. And uh, yeah, now I'm on cross country and track team. I recovered from my injury. Uh, so I'm really happy to be here. That's wonderful. We're happy to have you and happy to hear that the coach saw your potential and helped, helped make that connection. Um, so you said that you were an exchange student a couple of years ago um, and then went back to the Ukraine. Can you tell us a little bit about your family and, and what life, um, maybe what life was like in Ukraine um, prior to the current war? And then uh, we'll talk more about what's happening now. So honestly, it's been so hard for me to leave Ukraine and to come here because life in Ukraine was wonderful and um i love it with all my heart and um my family is like my uh, mother dad and then i have brother who is 14 years old and um life in ukraine was just for me personally because it's uh, obviously different for every person there uh i did enter ukrainian leadership academy uh when i got back from america and um 
it's a unique one year program that exists in Ukraine, uh, where they teach us um, management skills, um, emotional intelligence, communication skills, uh, where we um, can get to know a bunch of uh, different spheres. Uh, and uh, gain soft skills to be more successful in future. Uh, and uh, thanks, uh, thankful, uh, thanks to that program, I was able to uh, travel a lot around Ukraine and make a bunch of friends and uh, to become more like open-minded person. Uh, so um, yeah, like life in Ukraine for me looked like uh, having a bunch of connections all over the country uh and uh it could be my uh, like people of my age or people from government or like the best businessmen in ukraine so it was like a huge variety of people around me from different spheres from different different levels different like uh background and um yeah basically what life for me looked like in ukraine is what um life where I could make choices that I want to make uh, and that I feel like uh, beneficial for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just, I was choosing things that I wanted to do for not like just in a moment, but for the whole my life. And um, that was just like, I really feel free in Ukraine and I feel like uh, that is the life, honestly. It's like, it can sound like, big phrase or something but it was life that i wanted to live for my whole life that's amazing and obviously the leadership program that you were involved in that's so obvious to me that that you have had those kinds of experiences and that kind of development because you have just come to pierce college and just jumped in um, which i can not imagine how difficult that must be with everything that's going on in ukraine back home so we're we're lucky to have you here to enrich our learning and the learning of all of our students, faculty, and staff. So I'm I'm so grateful that you're here, Anna. Well, thank you. I'm grateful to Pierce that I'm here because I'm really happy to be here at Pierce. Great. Well, we do want to hear more about what's happening and what you're hearing from your friends and family in Ukraine. Uh, of course, we can um, follow it on the news, but. Hearing from it personally, from folks who are impacted, just is so important. So could you share what's happening right now in your hometown and with your friends and family? Uh, yeah, so when the war started, uh, my dad joined military. He did it voluntarily. He didn't have to. Uh, and also when the war started in 2014, uh, when Russia occupied uh, Crimea area and the Donbass region, uh, in 2015 and 16, my dad also went there to fight for Ukraine. Uh, then he like come back home and went to regular life. But now, when they uh, did like a full occupation of Ukraine, he's fighting in uh, our home city. Uh, and um, yeah, he's uh, defending Ukraine. Uh, my mom and brothers are responsible for humanitarian help, so they help people a lot with. Uh, products, water, and whatever. Um, the situation is my in my city is really bad, as honestly in a bunch of cities uh, in Ukraine now, because uh, my parents and friends, they, they didn't take a shower for 14 days because uh, Russia, they bombed like, uh, they trying to bomb like all connection 
to uh, like to trap people in their cities and to don't allow people to have anything just to make it easier to give up. And uh, so people are not giving up and uh, they don't have uh, heat. They can't heat their apartments or houses. Uh, every day, about 40 people are being killed in my city, just in my city. Uh, and uh, they don't have like, they can't cook food. They don't have water. Um, water is being delivered from like humanitarian help. Uh, so it's really humanity catastrophe that is going on now in Ukraine. And that is just unbelievable. How can it happen in 21st century? after like people developing all these amazing things and uh, developing themselves, uh, what we see now, it just unbelievably, uh, and this is honestly a genocide against Ukrainian nation. Uh, I can't call it any other word. Uh, one of my friends, uh, she lost her leg and she, was, she almost died, but uh, like a uh, doctor saved her and they had to do two super hard surgeries uh, in the hospital uh, with a temperature of 50 degree Fahrenheit just because they don't have, it's not possible to heat hospitals now. And uh, they're shooting maternity, uh, maternity hospitals, civilians building. Uh, I've been trying to uh, translate from kilograms to pounds uh, because they're shooting uh, 1,100 uh, uh, pounds bombs on civilian buildings. Um, and um, yeah, they just, uh, they're, they're breaking all kind of uh, humanity laws that exist in the world. Uh, uh, Russian military are doing crimes against Ukraine against not just against Ukraine, against actually the whole uh, civilized world. Uh, and when I talk about Chernihiv, it's, not, it's really hard for me to talk just about Chernihiv because uh, Lviv is also my city. I spent a bunch of time there. And also Kharkiv is my city. I've been studying there. And also, I don't know, like Poltava is my city because my family, uh, like a bunch of my family members live there. And also some cities in Crimea area is also my cities because we uh, used to go there every summer with my family for at least one month uh, because we love this place. And we had a bunch of friends there and it's a lot of memories. So um, yeah, like people dying and people not just dying, people being killed by Russian military and uh, 121 kids were killed uh, as of yesterday. And uh, yeah, so basically what is going on in Ukraine now is uh, Russian military, um, they're trying to destroy Ukraine, they're not, I wouldn't call it fighting or I wouldn't call it war. They're just trying to commit genocide and to destroy the whole nation because they understand that like, otherwise Ukrainians will not give up and Ukrainians will not quit their freedom because we would rather die uh, instead of being part of Russia or like living like slaves or living under dictator regime. So it's not what we want. Ukrainian nation, we value our freedom a lot. And we just, 
we just don't want to live like that. So we are fighting. And I know that's um, a lot of trauma that you have experienced and your loved ones. And I just want to thank you for sharing that with us so we can get a, a better picture. And I just want to describe for folks who are listening, um, it's so striking the difference between your description of life before and after the war and, and your face when you were talking about Ukraine and feeling free and just feeling like a perfect place uh, to now um, with the the sadness and the loss and the um, anger, you know, that um, that comes along with what this what this is bringing to your country. Uh, and, and despite all of that, I know that you have been really active in educating your peers, uh, others at the college about what's happening in Ukraine from your perspective. Could you talk a little bit about some of the efforts that you've done to educate others here? Yeah, can I just uh, add a little bit to previous answer and then I will answer this question. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, so yeah, uh, personally about me, I lost uh, my grandma and my friend who was 19 years old guy. Uh, he joined armed forces of Ukraine this summer. And I know that it's something that he really wanted to do. Uh, but it just like, I want people to not think that generally and uh, like, I don't know, even I don't know what is war, even I'm losing my people at this war and even like I'm checking news and I'm seeing all these videos and pictures, like none of the people who uh, just heard or see uh, war, they don't know what is that. And it's like, I can't even imagine how hard is that for people who are actually there. Uh, and also, I got a message yesterday from my dad, uh, and I would love to uh, read it, um, to translate it, because it's in Ukrainian. Um, he texted me that um, I want to fight for Ukraine, and uh, if I will die, I will not for, uh, know for sure that... Uh, my kids are proud of me. Um, I, I will not be able to leave and go somewhere or just sit at home and watching all this. Uh, I will fight for Ukraine uh, for my kids to have future and live how they want, be free uh, and live in Ukraine. People say that I got older during this war, but I'm alive. And um, like, honestly, how I live, it just, like, waking up every morning and just, like, trying to see that message from my family and friends that they're alive. And um, unfortunately, I know for sure that, like, uh, these two laws that I already experienced in my life during this war, they're not last ones, and there will be more. And it's just hard to not know who is going to be next and when it's going to happen. Um, and... Yeah, just it's it's just so hard to understand like that it's it's actually happening there and um a lot of people being silent about that and that um it's hard to feel that like unjust and uh it's hard to feel that hate toward uh Russia uh and uh people that that know me well I'm kind person and I can tell that and I, I always like try to not judge others and understand them. But like at this situation, like how 
how people want me to react for all that uh, and how it's possible to not uh, feel that paid. Uh, I know that like not all Russian people are silent and I do respect and um, I, I'm so thankful for those who go, uh, who protesting or who do uh, something towards it. Uh, but it's just hard and like everything uh, I do now, it's not just because of uh, hate that I feel towards uh, like Russia or Russian president or Russian military. It's because of love that I uh, I have towards my country, uh, my city, uh, people around me. Um, and yeah, about the second question that you asked, uh, like what I've been doing. Uh, so um, I, uh, I, ha- I developed a presentation about Ukraine, uh, about the war that is going on now there. And uh, I try to reach out uh, as much people as I can and find places where I can present it. So far, peers and professor have been really nice uh, about giving me that space. And I'm really thankful for that. Um, and um, yeah, so I did that. And then we are sending, um, we already sent one uh, plane with humanitarian help to Ukraine and we are working uh, on another one uh with ukrainian community uh also um i'm part of a team that goes with ukraine uh we can find all social media on instagram and twitter and we are posting uh news and uh what is going on in ukraine now um like every minute uh we have like a bunch of people in a team so it allows us to post it 24 hours per day uh and uh, yeah, because um, like in internet war is one of the problems and informational war is also a big problem in, in this actual war. Uh, so I'm kind of like part of uh, informational war and trying to fight for Ukraine and for truth. Well, first of all, uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing to help, as I said, our whole community understand more about the situation. And uh, I also want to thank you for sharing that message from your father and I just, um, I, as you say, even though you're following it, you can't imagine what it's like for folks who are there in the country. Um, I can barely imagine how hard it must be to be a student, to be in a new country, to be away from your family and friends, and to have all of this going on. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how are you holding up? How are you? Um, you know, how are you doing just even trying to focus on studies that must seem so in some ways, you know, not significant in comparison to what's happening in Ukraine. Um, how are you managing all of that? Um, it's a really good question uh, because it's it's hard to manage that when you can't even focus on like food and sleep. And like, uh, I'm really thankful about like studying. Uh, I'm really thankful f- for professors to extend my deadlines a little bit. Uh, I mean, for now, I'm obviously done with my uh, winter quarter, but uh, first days of the war, they allowed me to take my time a little bit. And they, that helped me a lot. And um, yeah, as I said, that like everything I do is I do because, uh, because of love uh, and it helps a lot. And uh, when I came here, 
um, it was hard decision for me to go like to live all my life say, in Ukraine and to come here. And um, I had good reasons to do that. And I had my goals and I still have them. Uh, I know why I'm here and like setting up these goals uh, all the time and then reviewing them and having motivation to come here and to study here. That what helps me a lot. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course, it's like super hard to do comparing to how it was without war. Um, but I'm trying to like manage my time and see like what I can do because like, of course, I have a huge desire to just sit in my room and cry all the time and don't do anything, uh, just feel bad about what is going on. Uh, but I know that it will it will not help in any of the ways. So I'm trying to uh, help Ukraine uh, from here as much as I can. And also um, like being a good student and doing like here everything that I wanted to do, like being a part of track team and, and like uh, applying for jobs and uh, like, I don't know, setting up a club and whatever I had in my head about uh, how I want to, my life to look here and like which things I wanted to have here also have them um, because uh, I can't allow myself to be to not be happy here just because of what is going on and uh, what price uh, my people and Ukraine fans there uh, for being free and I'm here uh, free so I, I I feel like that I have to use uh, everything that I can uh, and become as as like to gain as much knowledge as I can uh, gain as much skills as I can and develop myself as much as I can uh, to uh, be more I don't know to be able in future um, help people even more I don't know what comes to mind uh, um, as you talk and, and you talk about the the joy that um, you still have and the past couple of years have been globally challenging uh, with the pandemic, with um, racial injustice and the, the fight for equity. Uh, you know, the reports about climate, our climate changing and how that will affect us and war in Ukraine and in fact around the globe. And, um, and yet uh, you pro provide such a model of both uh, fierce advocacy and joy, which can be its own form of resistance. So I, I really want to thank you for that and for sharing that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think it's really important because, I mean, uh, like sadness doesn't bring you anywhere. Uh, just like, I don't know, just happiness drives you to the things that you want to have and uh, makes it easier for everything to do and to all the goals to obtain and for all humanity to be better, so. Well, I wanted to ask you, mentioned that your faculty have been helpful in providing you some flexibility as you finished up the winter quarter, uh, which uh, I'm sure you're grateful for, and I'm so happy to hear that as well, and not surprised at all. Um, I've heard wonderful things from faculty about their experiences with you, whether in their classes um, uh, or when you came in to do your, your guest presentations. Um, are there other um, supports or guidance that you've received while at Pierce that have been helpful to you during this time? Um, I would say, I don't know, like the most important thing for me, uh, people. 
so I really appreciate like everyone uh, who like it's just small things that makes life so much better. Like Mary and her daughter, they like made a poster. Uh, we support Ukraine. We stay with Ukraine and they bring it to CGS to my place. And that was like so amazing. I mean, that's like so unexpectedly for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And they said that also they are not just like trying to help me, but they are trying to help Ukraine because like that is that part is the most important for me now. And that part makes me happy. Uh, also, CGS, I, uh, I had an event in CGS, a uh, place where I live, um, uh, about Ukraine. And they knew that I had like, uh, I lost my grandma and I got to know that I lost my friend like uh, same day. Uh, and they knew that I had like those, those two lost. So uh, they also like write a note and they put like, sunflowers because it's a symbol of uh, being with Ukraine uh, so they put like sunflowers and cand- uh, candles like fake candles uh, near my room and that was like really really sweet and um, yeah like idea care also helps me a lot and t- student life was like everything that I go to them I know that I can be too pushy sometimes but you know when you have that pain and when you when you know that you can do at least something to change the situation, uh, that it can have effect. You can just sit and don't do anything. And I know that like some people can be annoyed by me, but I just don't care about that because I know that like I want to make the change, uh, even it's something small that I can do. And I'm so thankful to like every. Pierce College stuff because like they're so amazing and I'm so I'm thankful to you because you also like for having that conversation and for like uh helping me uh for providing me help and for like every person like sometimes I just like I got some text after giving a presentation some people just text me uh sometimes in something small one guy wrote me like the really big email about um like his personal stuff, how he felt and like what he do after. And that's something that shows me that like what I'm doing is actually worth it. And it actually does make a change. And it just gives so much more energy to keep doing all that. So I'm thankful to like really every person that helped me a lot uh, during this war. And it's been a lot of people who helped me. So I, I really appreciate everyone. Well, you're a change maker for sure. Um, I'd love to hear more about your goals. You talked about, you know, you're here because you have specific goals. Can you tell us more about your goals for your education um, and career? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm still trying to figure it out about career because um, like I've been dreaming about being a lawyer since my sixth grade. Uh, but um, being a lawyer in America is really expensive. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it takes like four <laughs> year bachelor degree and then five years at law school. And uh, I'm trying to like not take money from my parents because I mean, I even don't know if my house is still there or anything. Uh, so um, yeah, I know that I don't have like basically a lot of money for education. Uh, and I don't know if I will be able to like get a scholarship or anything, even to finish my bachelor degree. 
so far, I'm trying to major in business management. And um, also, like, the goal uh, for me being in America, it's not just uh, got my education. It's also, um, like, gain a lot of uh, experience from people who are around me. And uh, it's not just from American, but it's also from, like, other cultures that are at peers or that, that will be in a four-year university. So my goal for now is to... Uh, excellently finish um, two-year degree at Pierce, um, have good grades and have that experience that will uh, hopefully uh, will help me in getting scholarship for finishing four year uh, and having my bachelor degree here. And yeah, that is why, I mean, it, it's a huge not clarified goal that has like a bunch in it, like, I don't know, starting a debate club, joining track team, uh, and like volunteering and like a, a lot of other stuff. Uh, so yeah, that is my goal because after that, uh, I want to go back to Ukraine. That was like the thing from the beginning. I, I, I consider America to be a great country with amazing people. And I think like every nation has something to learn from each other, uh, but it's just not, it's not my place. And I know that if I will live in America, I will not be ever happy like, truly happy till the end uh so yeah ukraine is my place and it's a place where i want to live my whole life so to gain as much as i can here just to go back and to make people's life better and easier and who knows maybe it will not influence just ukraine but it uh, will influence more people we'll see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have uh, good feelings about you accomplishing all of those goals, Anna. And I, um, I'm going to put a plug in. We can talk about this later, but there uh, is an honor society called Phi Theta Kappa. And um, if your grades are high enough and, and you get involved with that, there are lots of opportunities for scholarships, not just at the bachelor's degree level, but beyond. Um, and Pierce also has relationships with other colleges in the area that provide scholarships. So, so we'll, we'll help you out there. I have good feelings about that as well. Thank you. Yeah. So um, is there anything that we haven't covered that you think is important for us to know, you know, about, about you uh, being an international student, about the Ukraine? I, I want to make sure you have a chance to really get the things that are important to you out yeah i would love to talk about a little bit uh why it's important not just for ukraine but for the whole world and uh i will not talk about like any economical or political things because it's not what this podcast is for i just want to talk about how it uh, influences uh people's life all over the world um because um, I think like it's really hard for people who are like not involved directly in this world, in this war, to understand like what is going on. Uh, because something is really life-changing, world-changing is going on now. Uh, because now it's a time when um, two completely different, uh, not just countries, but um cultures uh, are being involved and uh, two countries are fighting for different things. And um, 
like I think two uh, weeks ago, I went to the protest in Seattle and I put on my um, poster that we are fighting for democracy, dignity and humanity. Uh, and uh, Ukraine, we are not just fighting for our independence or we're not just fighting for our freedom, which is also really valuable, but we're also fighting for respect, for human rights, for rule of law, solidarity, uh, self-organization, uh, equality, freedom of speech, uh, peaceful protest, uh, transparency. And like I could keep listing those things. And uh, I want for every person to just think about in which world do you want to live and what what future do you want to have because I don't know how my future will look but and I don't know where I will end up and uh, I don't know what's gonna happen to me uh, but I know for sure which things I don't want to see in my future and unfortunately uh, Russia is a country that now presents all things that I don't want to see in my future. And it's not about all Russian people, of course. It's uh, about like those people who are fighting or those people who are being silent about that. Uh, so uh, it's really like now world is kind of um, in the middle of two ways where like all countries and all people will go. It's either the world of freedom, democracy, humanity, uh, respect, either other way. And uh, it's also a big reason why I'm like trying to do as much as I can, because um, I, I don't want to see that future that like how Russia looks now, unfortunately, like also not the most pleasant picture for me, like how people can't even explain, like can even tell a world, uh, a word about what is going on how can they express themselves they're basically like becoming slaves there and just become becoming a people that like are living under the government that controls them fully and don't give anything to choose uh, and just like think about what you want from your future and how you want to see that and it is so important to uh, help Ukraine and not just Ukraine, like help the whole world to cope with this um, enemy and uh, to fight for the rights and to fight for your values. Because like the questions that I ask myself really um, often, and I think it's really important for every of us to ask ourselves like every day, uh, it's who we are. And for me, the answer is that I'm human, first of all. And after that goes all other things and who we are for doing what we're doing and what we're doing that for and what are we living our lives for. Um, because like Ukraine is fighting now for all the things that um, I'm not just ready to die for, I'm ready to live my whole life for. And that is like a big difference. And uh, I'm, it's not just the things that I'm telling to tell, it's things that I've been reflecting on a really long time. Because like living your life for it, it's like, it's really a responsible thing, you know? And it takes a bunch of like work and uh, commitment and everything. So um, 
Ukraine, like wars that are going on in Ukraine now, it's not just about Ukraine or it's not just about Russia. It's about the whole world and it's about the uh, every person, every, really like every country, every organization, everyone that uh, that lives here. Anna, that's so powerful when you said it's not just about what you're willing to die for, but what you're living for. And I think each of us has to ask ourselves that question. What are we living for? No matter what the circumstances are for us individually. And you really illustrate that so beautifully. I, I also wanted to thank you, your willingness to share your story. You know, it's it's not all community colleges um, have strong international education programs. Many do, but but many are able to do that. And one of the reasons it's so important to us at Pierce College is because we know that many of us and our students, we're not able to travel across the country and across the world and to have these kinds of conversations and your ability to engage us in those just is so important to to that global understanding that that you're talking about um, and that coming together. So again, I'm just so appreciative of that. And I think uh, before we wrap up, I just want to ask if there is any any other key message or takeaway uh, that you would like folks to come come away from this interview with. Yeah, so, so one thing is that um... We have like European uh, Yas Parliament uh, in Ukraine, and they posted um, Instagram post that said, "In Ukraine, we don't say we're afraid of Russia. We say we're afraid of international community being silent about the war crimes and devastation Russia soldiers are uh, casually here are causing here." Uh, so it's really my fear uh, that world will agree to live like that and will agree with everything that is going on and that means that they agree to like they can allow the whole world to live like that uh, so i think it's really important for everyone uh, to do something and people think that uh, like i know that a lot of people really want to help ukraine but they don't know how so i think it's really important to talk about how people uh like even without money just like given spending a, a little bit of their time uh for that uh can help actually ukraine so they can sign petitions and you can contact me uh and i will be so happy to share like the ways how you can help ukraine so you can sign a petition or like a bunch of petitions and it actually influence uh, how uh, world reacts to that. You can email your politicians and uh, pressure, uh, pressure NATO to close the sky over Ukraine, increase military and humanitarian support to Ukraine, uh, or ban uh, all trade with Russia. Uh, also, it is important to boycott Russian goods uh, because uh, like every company or like uh, every Russian company is paying taxes uh, to Russia and that means that they're basically uh, founding a war, they're paying money for war in Ukraine. Uh, so they start with 460 or 469. Uh, also you can buy got, uh, you can find easily a list of um, brands, international brands that didn't stop trades with Russia and that means that they are paying taxes to Russia and that means that they're 
paying like giving money for Russia to have this war. Uh, also, like I have a list of everything, so please contact me and ask. Uh, it's really important uh, to have this informational war and to share awareness about what is going on in Ukraine uh, and how people can help. So please share information on your social media, share information with your co-workers or your friends or um, I don't know, like your family, everyone uh, who you could share information with. Uh, you can join global protests. Also, if you want to join, there are a bunch of at Seattle, please contact me and I will tell you everything about that. Uh, you can contact your work, school and ask uh, to send humanitarian help or cut ties with Russian government uh, and companies connected to it. Uh, so like actually, like the first things that I ask everyone to do is please share information and like everyone voice is so important and like I think some people may think that I'm just one person on this world and how can I like change the situation? But like, because everyone takes small action towards that, we, like the whole humanity, the whole like world can fight for that. And it's so like every voice, like every action that like one person does is so important now. And it does influence how many people will be killed and uh, how many, houses will be destroyed in future in Ukraine. So like everything that you do here and now, it influences how many lives will be saved. So please do, please contact me. I'm super open. Uh, I'm so ready to explain you everything. Give a bunch of resources, how you can help Ukraine without any money, just like taking a little bit of your time and doing something really small, which is not hard to do, but can help save lives. Thanks, Anna, for sharing all of those resources. That's so important so that people can take action. And I wanted to let you and our listeners know that uh, Governor Inslee did direct all state agencies to determine whether or not they had any contracts with Russia and to cut ties. And the college has done that. Uh, we do not have any contracts with Russia at this point. The other thing that we're aware of is uh, the U.S. sanctions may affect um, our uh, Russian and potentially uh, I th the U.S. sanctions may affect our Russian students who um, maybe uh, have some delays in getting funding um, from their family. And we also know that Ukrainian students may also be affected by that based on the war. So I just want to let folks know that we're aware of that and making sure that we have supports in our international education and other offices to help with that as much as we can. Um, in the face of those conditions. So those are a couple of things that we've been working on as a college um, and making sure that we have the right supports in place. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. So Anna, I just want to thank you, first of all, for your time, for your grace, for the joy that you do bring in the face of such adversity. I also want to really extend our condolences to you for the losses that you've sustained of your grandmother and your friend and, and um, my heart, um, our hearts at the college go out to you and are with you. I'm so gratified to hear of the faculty, the staff, the students who have supported you, who have made those posters um, for you and helped to hold you up. 
And finally, again, I'm just so grateful for you. You are that demonstration that one person can make a difference and you're urging and motivating the rest of us to do more. And we're just so glad to have you at Pierce. Thank you for talking to us today. Thank you so much. I wanted to thank like everyone who've been working on this podcast and not just podcast, but like everything that's connected to what I'm asking for. Um, because like responsibility is what makes us people, uh, humans. And I see that responsibility in peers staff and peers, uh, I don't know, like government or I, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to call it correctly. <laughs> administration. Oh, thank you. Thank you can you. call it administration. Thank Pierce you. College administration and Pierce College students. And um, I'm just so thankful because it makes me uh, like to keep believing that like world gone in good directions and uh, we should not, I should not be disappointed in the world and uh, we'll all have future and uh, yeah, I'm just like so thankful for uh, you not uh, being scared of taking that responsibility, but actually like doing a lot to support Ukraine and to support like everything that we are fighting for. So I'm so thankful and I appreciate that a lot. You give us all hope. Thank you, Anna. Yes, thank you so, so much, Anna. It's really inspiring to see what you're doing to help your family, your friends, and your home country. I'd definitely like to second what Julie said in that you give us all hope. And again, thank you both so much for being here. And for our listeners, be sure to check out the description of this episode to find Anna's contact information if you have further questions on how you may help. And with that, we will see you on the next episode.